So Shabbos daf. Hey, we are up to Dalim and Bays, four lines from the bottom. Ella Ha Rebbe. Basically, we have the following question. We wanted to know who is the author of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah seems to say that we're dealing with taking bread from someone's hand, and that's called carrying back and forth. Yet, there's uh, an assumption, we'll get into this today uh, a little more, that in order for one to, we know that in order for one to violate carrying on Shabbos, you have to pick something up from Rosh Hashanah, bring it to Rosh Hashanah, or vice versa. Now, there's something called Akira, picking up, and Hanacha. So the Gemara has this assumed Halacha, that in order for one to violate and, and actually do an Akira or Anacha, you must lift something off, off of the ground or off of a surface that is dollar by dollar. About uh, 12 inches by a foot by a foot, that would be the, the minimum size that we call picking up from something or putting down on something. If you place something on a flimsy surface, maybe that's not called a Hanacha. And to pick up something from a flimsy surface, that's probably not called an Akira. So, the question was, if you need to have uh, dollar by dollar, most people's hands are not dollar by dollar. So why would our Mishnah say that when it violates Haitzah, the Mishnah, our Mishnah is introducing the Malacha of Haitzah, tells us just by picking up from someone's hand. And that's, that's called Haitzah. But it's not dollar by dollar. So we're trying to figure out who is the author of this Mishnah, who could it be like? So we, uh, we're taking another jab at it, and we're saying it's Rebbe, and we're going to say that it's the following Shita of Rebbe. Eloha Rebbe, this opinion of Rebbe, we mentioned this yesterday, I'm just getting back into it to, for, for clarity. Eloha Rebbe, this opinion of Rebbe, the town he went to Nebraisa, Zarak Meshus Harabim, Meshus Harabim. So the example we gave yesterday, if someone is playing catch with his friend, he's throwing the ball by himself, and he's outside in a, in a park, we'll assume for now this park is a Meshus Harabim, it's in Times Square, whatever, and he's throwing a pitch. Now, he throws the ball, and it goes straight through a gazebo. We're gonna, we, we, said, we said in order for something to be called a Rosh Yachid, it needs to have mechitzah. So we'll assume this gazebo it has uh, four walls. And it goes straight through the gazebo, and it lands back in the park in Rosh Hashanah So Rebbe says, Mechayev, this person is Chayev Achatas. It seems to be there was an Akira, a Hanacha, and it went through Rosh Hashanah Rebbe says, Yechayev Acham, say, Paitrin, you are a Patr. It never rested. It went from Rosh Hashanah to another place in Rosh Hashanah and that would be Patr. V'amur Rav Yehuda, Mashmuel, Mechayev Haya Rebbe Shtayim. Rebbe said, Yechayev, two, two Karbanais, Yechayev for violating two things on Shabbos. Which two malachas? Well, it's twice. Achas misham haitzah, achas misham achnasa. So let's just say it outside. You're, you throw the ball, you're in Rosh Hashanah it goes through the gazebo. So when it's in the gazebo, at that point we say it rested, imaginatively, it rested in the gazebo, Rosh Hashanah So that's one answer. That's, it's called achnasa, bringing something into Rosh Hashanah And then when it left the gazebo and it landed in the field, back in the Rosh Hashanah that's violation number two. Haitzah, leaving Rosh Hashanah and going into Rosh Hashanah. Now, what do you see from there? It never landed on a place, any surface that was dollar by dollar, that was 12 inches by 12 inches. It never landed on that. It never even landed at all, right? And you see that Rebbe holds, you are Chayev. Alma, what do we see from here? You don't, don't need uh, neither an Akira or a Hanacha. But you don't need this din that what the Gemara said on yesterday's daf. They need to have dollar by dollar. Not true. According to Rebbe, you do not need dollar by dollar. And therefore, Rebbe is the author of our Mishnah. And it makes sense even taking something off of someone's hand or putting it onto someone's hand. That's called an Akira or a Hanacha. So far, so good. Maybe. But uh, we, found, we finally found someone, right? 
Okay, so the Gemara asks a different question, a very similar question, but but uh, you'll see. So the Gemara says, wait a second. It's my Allah. When we discussed this this brisa and the base medrash, we said Rabu Shmuel Darmi Tavai. Rabu Shmuel both said that this din that Rebbe said, similar to what Shragi was saying, it depends on this, the setup of the Rishos Yachin. Rebbe. Rebbe only said your Chayv Chatos Ella Rishos Yachin Mikoira. In a Rishos Yachin, they had a roof on it. So let's go back to our gazebo. He had a roof. That's why you picked that case. You have a roof on top of the gazebo. So then, this is considered a one room. It's not only is a Rishos Yachin. It's a Rishos Yachin on steroids. And, we, and Halacha is, according to, uh, to Rebbe, when it has a gag, when it has a, a, a room, a, a roof, so then it's 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 one room. Let's see. Now, a house with a roof. Let's see. Now, a house. We don't consider a house having airspace and floors. A house is a house. Anytime it goes into the house, that's called a hanacha. That's called landing in the house. We assume that it's filled to the top with uh, with something, with snow. I don't know. Something. It's filled to the top. So when a ball goes through this gazebo goes through one window and out the other window. So even though scientifically it didn't rest on anything, but in Lundus we said since, since the gazebo has a roof, the entire house is considered filled and the ball rested on something, filled, whatever it was filled with, shoes and boots, or whatever you want to, balls, whatever you like, snow. And then it goes on the other side. So there, there, there it's an Akira and Hanacha because of the special din that when something has a roof, it's called a bias, and the din of a bias is, it's considered kimandamali as if it's fill. Avo, she'ena mekaira, if there's no roof, you just have a, uh, a porch, an observation deck, or something where there's no roof on top, loy, Rebbe would, not, Rebbe would say you're not chayiv in that case by throwing the ball right over it. So the problem is that can't be our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is discussing a case. Was there a roof in our, in our Mishnah? Let's see. But maybe our Mishnah is Bimakaira, that there's a roof. Very nice that the, the, the cases that the, the transferring took place in Rishasiyach, the Balabai's hands, he's in his own home. Okay, that could be a case of Makaira. But Rishasarabim, let's see the other case where the Ani is standing outside and he's holding. What do, we, what do we figure out? It was a suit jacket, okay? He's returning the jacket, right? And the Balabai picks it up from the Ani and brings it into his house. So when he picked it up from the Ani's hands, according to Rebbe, the only time I say you do not need dal by dal is when you have a roof. There's no roof outside. And even if you figure out that it is a roof outside, there's a person in a Rishus Rabin that uh, has a roof on top. We're going to see, actually, tomorrow's daf that... One of the definitions of a shusharavim is that there isn't a roof on top. Let's see the, uh, the the Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. They changed the name, but when I lived in Brooklyn, it was the the Battery Tunnel, the U L. Okay, next time. Well, next time you're in traffic, you can look at it and you can see. You send me a picture. Okay. Who is it? Oh, very good. Okay, so. We're going to see tomorrow that that's not called Rosh Hashanah, even though, let's say, it has all the halachic requirements for Rosh Hashanah. There's people walking through it. It's 16 amas wide. Still, if it's roofed, that's not called Rosh Hashanah. So at the end of the day, Rebbe only said his din that, that something's filled when, it, when you have a roof. And that's the only time we found Rebbe saying you do not need dal by dalad. You don't need a surface in order for one to be over Akira Anacha. But that can't be the Mishnah. The Mishnah is not talking about that. Mishnah is... Half of the cases of the Mishnah were discussing someone picking something up from Rosh Hashanah and by definition, Rosh Hashanah cannot have a roof. So that cannot be the case.
Let's just see where, where the source for this. Va'amar, Rav Shmuel, Bar Yehudam, Rabbi Abba, Amar Rav Hunam, Rav, Hamar Rechethetz, Abba Amis, Peshos Rabbim, Mekairo. If you if you uh, transport something in Dalat uh, in Rosh Hashanah but there's a roof on top, putter your putter that's not called the Rosh Hashanah Rabbim. Lefisheina doyma ledigle midbar. It's not similar to the camp camping we had in the midbar. We're going to learn tomorrow all the halachas of Rosh Hashanah from the way Klai Yisrael lived in the midbar. Rashi says 600,000 people are necessary in order to create a Rosh Hashanah We'll see that. But at the end of the day, there is no Rosh Hashanah when it's roofed. So Rebbe is uh, it cannot be the author of this Mishnah. So we have to try again. We tried Rabbi Kiva, didn't work. Rabbi, version A, didn't work. Version B, also, no good. We still do not know how our Mishnah is correct. The Mishnah says you're high for transporting something, which is around the Yachid, and there's no Dalad by Dalad surface they are picking up from. El Amar Abzeira, Hamani, who is the author of this Mishnah? Acherim, it's Acherim, that's Rab Meir. And we know Stam Mishnah is like Rab Meir, so it makes sense. It's the sheet of Rab Meir, the Tanya, Acherim, Oyrim, Acherim, say, or Rab Meir said, Omar bim Kaimah, let's say a person threw something to your friend. You're playing catch. If your friend stays where, where he is, you're throwing him something, vikibal, and he catches it, chayev. The one who threw it is chayev. Because when you throw something, so that's the akira, assuming you picked it up, and now you're throwing it, the hanacha is where you wanted it to land. That's a classic. There's a whole parak called parak hazayrik. Someone who throws in Shabbos, he throws something from point A to point B on Shabbos. You're over. That would be nisar daraisa. Okay. However, let's say the friend left his place, vikibal, and he intercepted it, then putter. Why? Because the hanacha is only where the, the original person wanted it to land. So when you're taking a ball and you're throwing it and you're throwing it to the catcher where he set up for the pitch, so that's exactly where you wanted it to land. So you did the akira and he did the hanacha. But let's say he jumps up, right, because the runner was stealing a base, or jumps up and he gets a prior to where it was supposed to originally land, so then he did the hanacha. The catcher did the Hanacha, and we know from the first Mishnah, if one did the Akira and one did the Hanacha, it's Asim and Rabbanan, but you're Pater. That's the case. Fine. Now, what do you see from here? You can already see the Raya. What's the Raya from here? You see that just by intercepting it, or if you wouldn't have intercepted it, you would have caught it where the intended throw was. What's the Halacha? That's called the Hanacha. But he caught it with his hands. Doesn't that show us something? That hands is called the Hanacha. Oh, Sigmar says, He stayed in his place, intended, an intended receiver, right? The Kiba, and he, and he caught it in, in the correct place. Chayiv, the one who threw it was Chayiv, the quarterback was Chayiv. One second. You need a Hanacha on a place that's dollar by dollar. And you do not have, unless this wide receiver has huge hands, let's assume that, then you do not have dollar by dollar. So why are you Chayiv? Sigmar says, you see from here, according to the sheet of Acherim, you do not need dal by dalad. Sounds good. Now, we, that, this is our fourth attempt at our Mishnah. We're going to say our Mishnah is like Rameir, like the Acherim. Maybe Hanacha is easier to do. That works. But Akira be'inan. And maybe Akira does need dal by dalad. We always say that to finish something is easier than to start something. So once you already did halfway, you already did the Akira, so to put it down, even if you put it down on a flimsy surface, maybe that's called the Hanacha. But for something to be called the Akira, to initiate the, 
Malachan Shabbos, maybe you really need dal by dal. None of this lumdashah dal by dal. No hands. You need to have real dal by dal. That's question number one. Vahanacha nami. And even by hanacha, when putting it down, why don't we say Dilma de Pashit Kanfi Vikibba? He spread out his uh, his shirt, his jacket, always wearing a, a big baseball glove, right? The size is a 20, whatever. He's wearing a, a huge, large baseball glove, and he caught it with the glove. Maybe that's the case, right? When a person wasn't catching with his hands, he was using a glove. The Ikonami. Hanacha, maybe that's called the Hanacha on dollar by dollar. So you have no proof from our Mishnah regarding, sorry, sorry no proof from this, that this is the <coughs> opinion of our Mishnah. Good. So Amrab Abba, this, this let's try again. This question has nothing to do with our Pshah. This is just a whole another question. There's two questions on this. We have. Who's the author of our Mishnah? So now we want to say it's our mayor, right? How do we know our mayor holds? Our mayor holds, you do not need dollar by dollar, the hands work. How do we see this from the receiver case? Wide receiver interception, right? That was a chirim, I thought. Yeah, that's a chirim. That's cheat as our mayor. I keep saying okay, So two questions of that. First of all, that only tells me a hanacha. I don't have any proof about Akira. Our Mishnah spoke about Akira and hanacha. That's question number one. Question number two is maybe he was wearing a glove. Maybe he caught it in his uh, lacrosse stick. I don't know. Who, who said he, used, he literally only used his hands? Our mayor was discussing that he didn't do the, that, that by intercepting it, then each one did one. One did that, one did that, right? There's no proof. Now, it, it makes sense. It's Mustava that our mayor could be the author of the Mishnah, but you don't have, uh, you don't have conclusive proof that he is the Tana. Akira for Dalad Dalad? Like, I mean, I understand putting it down on something, but what because does that mean? you got to uh, have it so Akira something means to uproot. You have to uproot right. from point A to point B. It has B. to be sitting on it. Right, if this, guy's, if, if this thing is not really settled, we're going to see it as the Gemara progresses. So it's in the other guy's hands, that's our problem. Right? Why is that called settled, right? Maybe it has to be settled on a table, right. on the floor, okay. right? Okay. It's like a transfer from his his. But that's not called cool. Akira means I have to pick it up from, from a settled place. Good, okay, let's keep going. We're going to see, the Gemara is going to expand on this. So the Gemara said like this, Amar Rabbi Abba, we have another, another uh, jab at answering our Mishnah, Masnis, and our Mishnah is going, Sha'akra Mitraska. This is a, this was David, uh, David Spar's uh, idea on Purim. I knocked, him, I knocked him down. But this was his idea. That maybe our Mishnah is discussing where someone was holding a tray. Well, Traska means a, a basket. Maybe the, the Ani and the Balabayas were holding the object in the basket. And you picked it up from... The basket. And you put it into the basket. That is called a hanacha. So what did I tell David Purim, right? My Mishnah says Yad. Doesn't say anything about basket, right? So don't tell me that the case was he had a dollar by dollar basket. The Mishnah says Yad. So the Gemara says, okay, Tani, we'll just change the Mishnah. Tani, Tarasko. David couldn't do this. But the Gemara says, no, we'll just change the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Tarasko should be Yadai. That the Mishnah meant that you're holding a basket in your hand, and that's why we have this din of Haitzah on Shabbos. But what you look in the picture books, were you Mishnayis? Not true. No hands. We were talking about baskets. So the Gemara says, Hatenach. This only makes sense that there's a Trasko B'Shosiyachin. That when the Baal Bias was holding the bread, and, he, and the Ani picks it up from him, so the Baal Bias is holding a bread basket. And the Ani put his hand inside the house and took from there. So you have a Akira from a basket that's dollar by dollar. Let's see the Ani. I was holding a basket in Rosh Hashanah. He's returning the bread, or he's giving, giving something back to the Balabayas. And the Balabayas puts his hand into Rosh Hashanah, but onto the basket, and picks it up. Hold on a second. That basket is da'al by da'al tfachim, and it's ten tfachim in the air. It's a Rosh Hashanah. Why is it with ten tfachim? 
that's an assumption. Hold on, the Gemara's gonna ask maybe less than ten tefachim. So, right, but as of now we're assuming when you hold something, ten tefachim is thirty-four inches. It's not usually when you hold something, you're holding the basket. That's what the picture looks like in the in the in the Mishnayis, right? And how did that help you? <coughs> so the Gemara's like this. Very good. This is Rishus Yachid itself. So, you know, Tami Lema to look Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda, that our mission is not like Rabbi Yosi, the son of Rabbi Yehuda, the Tanya, we learned in the Braisa, Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yehuda, Oimer, not Kona Rishus Rabbim. You take a peg and you stick it into Rishus Rabbim, and on top of this stick, you put a basket. Now, Zorak, this is basketball, right? Zorak, Vinach Al Gabov. You threw it and it fell on top of the uh, the basket. Are you going? What's it called? Frisbee golf. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what it is. You threw something that goes right on top of the, the stick. That is called a rishosayachad, right? Chayiv, you're chayiv. <coughs> you're rishosayrabim. You throw. You're playing frisbee golf. You throw the frisbee. It lands into the uh, basket. You win, but you just over Shabbos, right? Because the ikra Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Huda, if. Our Mishnah was like Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda, then Pasha Balabais is Yadilachot, when the Balabais reaches hand outside. Venasan the Sechia the Shani puts something inside the hand of the Ani, Amai Chayev. Mishus Yach, Mishus Yachet come up. The Balabais is Mishus Yachet, and this basket that the Ani is holding is also Mishus Yachet. So the Gemara says, like Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Roberts, a filu tamer Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda, even we could fit our Mishnah like Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Huda. Hasam, in the case of the Frisbee golf, that's the Malamea Sarah. That's above 10 Tvachim. It's more than 34 inches in the air. But Hacha, the Ani, the case of the Ani is Lamatamea Sarah. He was holding the basket less than 10 Tvachim. Okay. So Kashi Rabbi Vo was bothered by this. He said, Mikatani, Traskal Shabiyadai. First of all, did the Mishnah say Traskal Shabiyadai? It says, yeah, it says his hand. That he put his, he lowered his, his hands below three tzvachim from the ground, meaning within three tzvachim of the ground. When something is, we're going to learn this in Erevin and Sukkah and other places in Shas, when something's within three tzvachim of the ground, there's a din called lavod, that it's considered on the ground itself. So it's as if you picked it up from the ground. Okay? The kibla and you picked it up. But the Gemara says, Katani says you're standing. So if you're standing, then that means you're not bending down to the ground. So the Gemara says, he was, he was bent over. Or that the Ani was standing in a, in a pit and his hand was outside the pit within three tfachim of the ground. You got a picture of this. Or someone who was very short, that even when he stood, typically, he was within, his hands were within three tfachim of the ground, 12 inches. So the Gemara says, Amar Rava, Ichbal, Tana, Lashmin, and Kohani. The Tana has to give me this whole case to teach me Hilchos Haitzah. What type of crazy case is this? The guy is within three tvachim. He's standing in a hole, standing in a pothole, and, and his hands three tvachim above the ground. Within three tvachim on the ground, that's the case of Haitzah. How come? Well, that can't be. So Amar Rava, Rava says, forget this whole discussion. I'll tell you a, a rule. Adam arba A person's hand is just like dal by dalid. That a person's hand is considered dal by dal. So if you want to know why, and the easiest shot is like Tais Tais says before yesterday's daf. Why in fact do we need dal by dalid? So we know in general when when we discuss halacha, there's a concept of derech. We're going to discuss Hilchos uh, Pesach soon, right? So Hilchos Pesach. In, in halacha, you only over achila when you eat something. When you eat something, kederach achilasa. That's the is, typical iser of achila. Something is not kederach achila. There's no iser deraisa. What's the derach haitzah? Derach is to pick something up from the ground and put something down on a surface. But 
picking up from someone's hand is also derech Since that's also considered derech so we see a, a yad of an adam is dal is is kedalad dalad. Very good. So that, if you go with Taisa, it's very easy to understand what Rav is saying, and that's the Pshat in the Mishnah. We don't have to change the pictures in the Mishnahis. We, we, we understood it originally correctly, that, uh, in a correct way, that it's someone's hand, and that you do not need Dal by Dal. Okay. So Amrav Avin, Amrav Eloi, Amrav Yechlin, Zarak Chafet, someone throws an object, and it lands in his friend's hands. So Chayev, you're Chayev. So Amrav says, okay, my Kamash Mulan, what's your Chiddush? That Yadish al Adam Chashuvuloi Ka'arba Arba, that a person's hand is the same as Dal by Dal, Va'amar Abyechner Chavazimna, Abyechner already said this. So why are you coming to tell me uh, a novelty, a uh, Chiddush in the, in the name of Abyechner that a person's hands are Dal by Dal? We just said it, we just quoted that two seconds ago. So the Gemara says, Mal de Tema, I would have thought to say, Hani Mili, that only is true, Hecha de Achshiva Huli Day. That's only when a person had this concept of Achshiva, where you considered it. You wanted to put it in your friend's hand. You, re- you looked at the hand and said, I'm going to put it there. I consider it a surface. There's a concept in halacha called achshave. If you consider something, uh, you give it hashivas. So I would say that's only when you were choyshevet. When you were not machshev, this person's hands, I would say it doesn't work. That it works even in this situation, just by landing in your friend's hands. That is called uh, a hanacha. Just by the way, Mentioning Achshave here, so we are within 30 days before Pesach. So there's a discussion in a Paiskim in Psachim. Let's say a person would take a glove, baseball glove, or a football made out of pigskin, okay? You take it to your dinner table, you put some salt and pepper, ketchup, a fork and knife, and you start eating it. Now, anybody would tell you that it's Nifsam and it's not called food. The Gemara in Psachim says Achshave is an Easter to eat the glove with your fork and knife. Machlekes, if it's Deraisa or Nisr Derabanan. Machlekes, the, uh, the Ran holds this is the Raisa. Baruch Hashem, the Rush holds only this is the Rabbanon. That's why he passed in the Shulchanach. It's only an Issa the Rabbanon called Achshaveh. So you have many, many Shilohs today that touch upon this. Let's say a person's taking a pill. So most pills we would assume is not called Achila. It's called Nifsa Achila. That's not real food. It's, it's, it's Nifsa Achila. It's no longer considered palatable. So a person takes a pill, but let's say in this pill, there's, let's say, you're talking about trephus, you can have fish oil, you can have something in the pill, the active ingredient, and you want that. But it's nifsam echila. So isn't that like eating it, eating a glove, and you're considering it a food called achshave? So it's a tremendous shiloh. Depending on the tzarach, one could, one could possibly be made. Oh, it's only a nisad rabbanan, we paskin. There are many, many heterim. One heter would be that, that, uh, that achshave, this is how Rav Shechter holds it, achshave means you're choshev it into food. But, but what I'm doing, I took a fork and knife, and I'm showing it as food, right? I'm putting sauce on it. When I take a pill, I'm not showing it's food. I need to get this in my bloodstream. I don't care how it works. Give me other options, I'll do it. I, the easiest option is taking a pill. But that doesn't mean I'm showing that it's food. So there are those persons that want to say that. Ramosha Feinstein was machmer. However, there are, are other atarim. If it's the inactive ingredient, so then it's for sure not a problem. Is machmer not a food? No, machmer that, that is called achshave. When you're taking a pill and you need those ingredients, so that would be considered achshave. So that's... Uh, Ramosha was machmer for, for supplements and for vitamins, but not for medicine. Medicine, he felt, that doesn't mean that you're considering a food. You're just, uh, you just want that in your bloodstream. But he is, he is machali between the medicine and the vitamins. There are different things. But if it's the inactive ingredient, which usually is the inactive ingredient, the only thing that's usually, that usually would be an active ingredient is maybe a laxative would have chametz. Most don't, but if it would, that would be a, uh, the active ingredient. If they were using one of the grain, a grain source for the fiber, um, you would have fish oil pills. You need the fish oil, but usually it's the inactive ingredient. You have uh, 
glycerin or gelatin or magnesium stearate, where it's just to make the pill. So that is the inactive ingredient that's not doing anything for your body. So we would typically be making. Okay. Just the shloshim yon kaidim lachag. Next. So we said before, a person stands in his place, he's the intended receiver, he's where he's supposed to be, chayev. So the one who threw it, the quarterback, is chayev. But if he jumped from his place and caught it before it was before the intended target, v'kiba, uh, and he caught it, putter, they're both putter. The one who threw it is putter because he only did the akira. The one who caught it is putter, he only, he only did the hanacha, but no one did both. This is the sheet mayor. If he moved from his place, Let's see the person is playing catch with himself. So he threw an object and it was supposed to land over there and he went and grabbed it, made the catch. So he himself jumped from his place. So and, uh, and he caught it. Mahu. What's the halacha? Do we say? So the more says, "My kamibale." What's a shaylos? I'm rabbi the barahava. These are the two stuff in there. Shnei koyches ba'adam echad kamibale. He's asking, does a person have two different koyches? Meaning, shnei koyches ba'adam ba'adam echad ka'adam echad dami. The two koyches that you have, you threw it and then you caught it. So is that considered one person that you did the whole thing yourself? The chayv meaning, we just said before that the quarterback. If he does the Akira and the receiver does the Hanacha, each one did half, you're putter. So can I be the quarterback and the receiver? You have a quarterback in the NFL, he's in, uh, he's in quarantine, so he's, he's playing football with himself. But the question is, so you, we differentiate that the one who did the Akira is A, the one that, kid, the kid, the, that did the Hanacha is B. So maybe these two Kachas could add up to one. Each one did half, 50% of 50% equals one. I got one. Does that assume they're in different Rishusim? Has to be Daladamas. We're assuming it's Daladamas. Yeah, otherwise it wouldn't be a problem. If someone is standing outside on, on Shabbos, but there's no Erev, and he throws something up and down, he's not, he's not over anything. Okay. So do we say, It's really one person. It's as if it's two different people. And the Gemara says, We'll have to wait to get an answer to this question. But either way, since it's a Shabbat Daraisa, one should not do this. Safi Daraisa Lachumra. Next, Amar Rabbi Avin, Amar Rabbi Yechanan. Hichnis Yad, a person puts his hand, you put your hand into your friend's uh, property. Vikibo Megashamim. Now you're standing in Rosh Hashanah. So let's say you're in Manhattan. You're, uh, you put your hand you know, through a chain link fence and you caught some rain. Now you take the rain outside. Chayev, you're Chayev Achatas. Now you, there's, a, there's a certain amount that you have to actually be holding to be Chayev Achatas, but still Chati Shir Asr Menatayra. You wouldn't be allowed to do that, but the term Chayev means you're Chayev Achatas. So the Mars says, Maskevel Rab Zera, Mali Hitina Chaveroi, Mali Hitina Shemayim. Let's say my friend would have put something in my hand. Where do we have this? First Mishnah. The Balabais puts the bread into the Ani's hand, he, puts it, he takes it outside, we said, you're putter. They're both putter, right? So what's the difference if my friend put something in my hand, or Hitina Shemayim, or if God put something in my hand, or if the, 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 it rained? I didn't pick it up, so why is that called an Akira? So the Gemara says, so He didn't do the Akira. So Kiba, don't say that what Rabbi Yechonin's case was where he just put his hand out and felt the rain and caught the rain. Ella kolat, he gathered the rain. So literally, he's, he has two hands inside this chain link fence, and he's slapping rain and, and, and gathering rain in, in his other hand. Hey, or snow. But if it was never on the ground, then it wasn't in there. It's still in the air. It's Is still he gathering in the air? it as a puddle? Hmm. 
Very good question. The intent to fall is where it's supposed to fall. So, let, so but... <laughs> it, it, it has to be low enough to be considered Rishos Yachid. Very good point. But Rishos Yachid goes up. It's Lashamayim. So yeah, there wouldn't be a problem. It would be Rishos Yachid. As long as within the as long as the mechitza is ten tefachim, so we say good asik mechitza. It's as if the, the walls go all the way to Shemayim. It's as if he's in a big tower. His hand is in a tower, and you're taking water from the tower into Rishos Good. Okay. So the Gemara says, one second. We need Arba. You still need to have an akira from dal by dal. You don't have dal by dal. Like some Rachi So there was water that collected on this fence, and he took the water from there. The fence is dal by dal, and that's the akira. So the Gemara says, Agabi Nami. I still have a question. The water never rested. If the water never rested, you can't do an Akira. As we said before, in order to do an Akira, the object has to be stationary, and I have to pick up something, Akira, I'm oik or something. Something's moving, and I pick it up. That's not called an Akira. It has to be, it has to have stopped. So if you pick up a ground ball, that's not called an Akira. Okay? And for the Gemara, the Amar Rava, like Rava said, Rava has a different memory we're going to get to in a moment. But Koysa Meshuba, we're talking about a slanted wall. So maybe our case was a slanted wall, and that's considered rested. So hold on. So what? Still not rested. That's the Gemara's kasha, 100%. The Gemara, I can ask the kasha in a moment. When did Rava tell us this? We looked in a Mishnah on Erevin. Someone's reading a Sefer. Now, a Sefer was not printed the way we have it, our books. Our Sefer was, was, uh, was, printed, was written the same way which had your Megillah, a scroll, okay? So... You know, the word toilet paper was trending on Google today. So imagine a roll of toilet paper. So Haya Kari Besefer, someone's reading Sefer, Hala Iskupa, on a on the steps, on a porch. And it rolls away from him. But he's holding on to one side of it. And the toilet paper rolled away. Okay? So, now, Midaraisa, as long as you're holding on to some of it, it's not an Isra of Aitzah. Because you have to take an entire object from property A to property B. But it's not the entire object. I'm still holding to my half of, of, the, of the toilet paper, right? So halacha is uh, You could return it to you. Why? Since you're holding on to half, and uh, we're not dealing with Rosh Hashanah here. We're going to discuss in a moment why this is not a Rosh Hashanah. Even though it's asim to to move something, but mishum kavod a safer because we're not talking about toilet paper. We're talking about the the safer. You have a megillah, so you could bring it back. So the Gemara says, however, if you're reading on top of a roof, now it rolled away from, from me, from my roof, and now it landed in Rosh Hashanah, or towards Rosh Hashanah, so then it depends. If it's still 10 Tvachim above Rosh Hashanah, right, it's dangling in the air. Your megillah is dangling in the air. You're standing on the, you're sitting on a roof. So if it never goes below 10 Tvachim, it never hit Rosh Hashanah, then halacha is, you could bring it back. You could roll it back. Once it hits 10 Tvachim, within 10 Tvachim, so then I can't bring it back because if I would drop it or it, then I, and I would actually go and pick it up, it would be Nisad Araisa. So therefore, there's a Xerah Darabanan, don't bring it back, even though you're still holding on to half of it. Xerah Darabanan, so what do you do? You, you have no choice. You got to leave it there. However, what you should do is, what? What do you mean, leave it there? You're going to hold it for What are you doing? Well, I don't know, maybe hold it down with something. So you, you turn it over that the ksav is facing uh, the ground, so it's more of a covet for the safer. 
And that's what you should do. Now, either hold it in place, sit the whole Shabbos, whatever, you, you can't bring it back. There's Xavier like Durabana here. Now, Vhavinamba, and we analyze this Mishnah, Amai Hoifchelaksav, why do you turn it over and not bring it back? Halay Nach, it never rested. And, and since it never rested, there would never be an Isra Daraisa, because once, if it, in order for one to be, to be called a Hanacha, you have to have resting. If it never stopped, it would not be called a Hanacha. So therefore, what will be the problem of bringing it back? Let me bring it back. So the Gemara says, We're talking about a slanted kaisel, a slanted wall. And here, it did rest. Since it's on a slant, it stopped at a certain point. So that's the case. Now, why do we bring this whole discussion in? We're trying to find a place where Rava said this word, this term called kaisel mashupa, that on a slanted wall, it will stop at some point. So the Megillah stopped. And we're trying to say the same thing should apply to water running on a wall. So the Gemara says, no, Amor, when do, Amor Damarava besefer da'avadinayich, that it will stop on the wall, it will rest. But Mayim, but water, Mia vidi denayichu, is water going to rest on the wall? It's not going to keep flowing, right? So Elamarava, what's the case? So water is, it's raining on top of a guma. Guma is a hole in the ground. And when you pick up water from the hole in the ground, so that's called an Akira. So the discussion was when this guy put his hand into someone's property and took out some water, he was, take, he was removing water from a little pond in this person's house. Like, says, Guma, a Guma Pshita. Of course, Yechayev. That's a regular Akira. You picked it up from Rosh Hashanah and you brought it to Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara says, when, when this rain drop fell, and landed in this pit of water, in this well, in this pond. So why is that called the Hanacha? Water is constantly moving. So when the droplet fell, that's not called the Hanacha. It's just, it's moving. It's, it keeps on moving. So when I pick it up, I'm picking up a moving object. And we said that's not called the Nakira. So now the tema, I would have thought to say, Mayim al-Gabe Mayim, Lav Hanacha, that water coming to a rest on top of water, that's not called Hanacha. That's not called resting. It's like the ground ball. It's still in motion. That's Rabbi Yechidin's Chiddush, that even in this case, that would be called an Akira by picking up water from other water. That's called the Hanacha. The Rava Tamein Rava is Lishitasai. The Amar Rava Rava said, Mayim Agabe Mayim Hainu Hanachasan. Let's say a person put water on top of water, that's called the Hanacha. And if you pick up water from water, that's called uh, Akira. However, Ego is Agabe Mayim. If you had a nut flowing, floating in water, that would not be called its resting place. And it's, it's constantly moving. It's floating in the water. It's bobbing up and down. Picking it up is like picking up the ground ball. That is not called a stationary item. And that would not be called an Akira. But if it was water, water on water, that's called, that's, that's its Hanacha. Good? Now, again, this, this goes with the side we said from Taisvis. They need to have Derech Akira and Derech Hanacha. So water on water, that's a Derech Akira. Water on water, that's also Derech Hanacha. That's how water fills up. You have water on top of water. But not on top of water. That's not derech akira. That's not derech hanacha. Okay. Bo'i rava. Let's ask the following, Shaila. Ego is bekli uklit safa gabi mayim. So you have a nut in a, in a cup. Okay? And this cup is floating on the water. So the, the nut is not moving at all. It's perfectly fine. He's in his seatbelt in his car. He's not moving anywhere. He's stationary. Right? The, the nut is in the cup. But the cup is moving. It's floating on the water. 
So what do we say? Do we say Do we say Buster Egoiz doesn't go after the nut? Vanayich and the nut is rustic, so that's called Nahira. Idoma Buster Kli does lean on. We go by the Kli, and since the nut is in the Kli, is in the cup. Vahalaynayich and the cup is not resting. So we call it Valanach, uh, Valanach, it's not resting, deny it because it's moving in the water. So the Gemara says, Teku, we do not know the answer, Tishbi Yatara, it's the Kushas Ibois. Teku will we'll have this psak at a later time. Okay, next case. Shemen Shetzaf Agabiyan. What if you have oil that's floating on top of wine? So if you put oil on, you, you also have a, uh, an emulsifier, you're going to have separation between oil and, and wine. Okay, so what do you do? If a person picked up oil that was floating on top of the wine, is that called an akira? So we say, It will be the same machlikas that we have between Abiyachin and Nuri and the Rabbanan in Hilchas Tumah. That's not, we learned in a Mishnah in Tfulyan. So you have Shemen Shetzafa Gabiyain, you have olive oil that was Truma, that's floating on top of wine that's Truma. Vinaga Tfulyam. Now, Tfulyam, who went to the Nikva, he has to wait. Remember this first Mishnah we had in Shas? He has to wait for. Harav Shamash, we do a, a let's call the um, quiz on that. We have to wait for Harav Shamash. Rabbi Smith, you should win a uh, gift certificate or something. Okay, you have to wait for Harav Shamash. This Tzvul Yoim touches the Shemen. So halacha is what happened? If the Shemen and the Yayin are attached, so then not only did he mess, the, mess up the oil, he messed up the wine. So, uh, so the Mishnah says, we, we consider it that it's two different items. He touches the shaman, the shaman becomes tummy. Now it's full yom has a din of a shani. When he touches truma, which is the case in the Mishnah, he makes the truma a shlishi. So he makes the oil into a shlishi. That is the shita of the chachamim. The rabbanon Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri Yomer. Rabbi says no. They are all considered one. It's just floating on top of each other, and they would both be tame. So what are we bringing from there? That shemen shuts off like gabayin. If when it comes to halacha shabbos, someone took a, a spoon of oil, they put it in his hand, he took some oil that was floating on top of wine, it would be the same achleik as Rabbi Yochanan and Nuri and the chamim. If you hold that that is considered the derech hanachasan, and it would be considered one, it would be a iser uh, on shabbos to, to to transport it. Otherwise, according to Rabbanon, we're not. It's two different things. Would Rabbi Yochanan ben say in a case of two levels of water, would he also consider that one, or would he? How would he have two levels of water? Yeah, that was a half minute that we had, and there was when it came to the the cup of water that, that you, you took. Right. You said the water is resting on some no, other water. I have, but I don't know. So <laughs> you have two. I think from the fact from the, yeah from from the fact that we have a conclusion, how you have two different waters, right? There it's moving. That was the shalom was it's moving. So he, here we're asking, is that called the the uh, the hanacha, the derech hanacha? Yeah, it's, it's a good point. I don't, I don't know, but it's much easier for us to, to see a differentiation between olive oh, oil and two liquids, yeah, yes. two liquids that don't that don't um, mix. mix. Yeah, but it will, eventually it will combine, right? Those ones that mix salt water and all mixes. Well, if you're freezing, you're freezing, you're in the middle of freezing the water, so you have... You have water on top of ice? So you have water mm-hmm. on top of ice. It's still water. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You have ice on top of water. Water is not on ice. No, you can directionally freeze. Depends if there's water on ice. Weiter. Amrav Avin, Amrav Eloi, Amrav Yechanan. Hayatan Archon, just one more, one more second. Hayatan Archon, a maskin, if someone was ta'an Archon, meaning someone loaded him up, right? Meaning, well, he loaded himself up, Okay. He planned on just bringing it. He's bringing the bottle of soda to the table. Okay, his daddy said, "Bring the soda. Bring the bring the Pepsi." He's bringing the drinks to the table. 
And then if a Nicholas Yotze, he's pacing out. He starts going into Rosh Hashanah, he starts coming back. Kol Yankuli, he's walking in and out. He forgot he's holding a bottle of Pepsi. So the mission, so the, the Bryce says, You only chayev once he stopped in one Rishos, and then he kept going. The point is like this. If you look at Rashi, Rashi explains that in order for one to be over on Shabbos, you need to do a Meleches Machshavas Asratar. That means you had to have the intention of performing the act. We learned this from Sukkim, Meleches Machshavas Asratar. That means when I pick up this, this Pepsi, whatever we were talking about, I have to have in mind that I want to bring it outside. If I don't want to bring it outside, I happen to just space out and end up outside the Erev, Midaraisa, I'm not over. You have to have intent to actually bring it outside. So this person did not have any, he wanted to bring it to the table. He got involved in a conversation, he totally forgot, and he's wandering around. So he can't be over in this with the Raisa. But let's say once he realized, wait, I want to bring it inside, or, or, or he changed his mind, I want to go outside. So the only time you're going to be chayv is if you do a new Akira. How do you do a new Akira? You have to come to a stop, and then you start walking. We have this on the Avgimel. And if someone was in motion, and someone stuck something onto his back, that's not called an Akira. The Akira is only when something puts something on your back, and then you start walking. So this person as well. When he was started walking with the Pepsi, his mind was not to, do, not to carry on Shabbos. So now that he changes his mind, he wants to bring it outside, <coughs> you need a new Akira. He has to stop, and then start again. Okay? So in a chayev at shiyaman. You aren't chayev unless you stopped, you came to a halt, and then continued walking. So Amar Abayah, Abayah said, V'hu that's only when a person stopped to rest. That's called a stop. However, we're going to see in a moment, if it's if you only stopped to straighten out your package or, uh, or something, you know, you're holding your pocketbook or something, that is not called an amida. That is not called coming to a stop. That's called derechilucha. That's called the typical way you walk. Okay? Mimai. So where do we know this from? That there's a differentiation between oimed lafush to rest versus to uh, to continue walking, you're just straightening out your, your load. So we learned this that Rabbah said, there's an Isidurai, so we know of, of walking four Amos in Rishos Rabbim. If you're carrying something, there's an Isidur called Halicha of Dalat Amos Rishos Rabbim. That's an Isidur on Shabbos. Now, let's say this person is walking in the street. He picked up something in the street. He found a hundred dollar bill. He looks around, nobody's around. It's Shabbos, nobody's watching me. Okay, he picks up the $100. Now he's like, what should I do? So if he walks down Amos and Rishos Rabbim, he's over in Isidaraisa. So what is he, he does is, Let's say every two feet, he stops. Halach is Pater. Now you shouldn't do this, still Nisadarabana, but Pater, the classic uh, nine-year-old in, in Brooklyn, when they're playing baseball in their little driveways. So all the kids know all the halachas of Shabbos. That if the ball ends up out of the Eruv, so you walk two feet, you pass it, the last time they'll, they'll know all the, all the non-halachic heterim uh, of, of carrying on Shabbos to get the ball back into the Eruv, right? <laughs> so, toich arba, you kick it, you throw it, you, you know, nobody saw. Toich arba amos, amar lafosh, if you stop to rest, putter, because that's not called walking down Amish straight. Every time you stopped, that's called, I rested, that's called the Hanacha. I did the Hanacha after two Amos. So now I got to start again to do a new Akira, but the Isra is only when you walk down Amos. As long as you never walk down Amos straight, you always stopped and you stopped for a break, then it wouldn't be an Isra Deraisa. However, Lekatev, let's say you just stopped to, to straighten your jacket to, to, uh, to, Katev means a shoulder, to shoulder your load. So then Chayim, because that's called Derech Lucha, that's called a typical way of walking. Now, Let's say a person was chutzla arba amos. Let's say you already started walking down amos, and now you're only going to be over once you stop. 
Like even Dalai Lama, you have to stop at a certain point. If you just keep on walking all day, you're not going to be chayiv. So then, Amar Lafush, if you if you stop to take a to take a break, chayiv, now you're chayiv. But lekatev, putter. But if you stop to just uh, straighten out your shoulder, you're putter. So my kamash one. So what's Rabbi Yechonah teaching me? That. The reason why you are not chayef here on the Akira is because when you originally took it, you were just bringing the drink to the table. You had no intention of going out to Rishos Arabim. That's the Chiddush HaAm Rabbi Yechon HaChavazim. Rabbi Yechon already told us this once. Dam Rav Safra, Rabbi Ami, Am Rabbi Yechon HaMavr Chafatzim Mizavus Lozavus. Someone who's just merely transporting things from corner to corner. He's rearranging his house on Shabbos. Venim Lechaleyan, and then he decides, you know what, I'm putting this in the garbage. Vaitzia, and then he brings it outside to the street, to the curb, Pater. Why? Because when you picked it up, you had no intention of bringing it outside. You were planning on putting it on the other side of the living room. Then you look at it again, you're like, this is time, it's time to go. And you take it to the curb. Your putter. His original akira was not for this purpose. So what do you see from here? That we already learned this already. We learned Rabbi Yechonin said that you need to have a malachas machshavis. You have to actually have kavana to bring it outside. So the Gemara says, I'm a right, you know, it's not like I'm a wrong. Ma'ar malay b'hai lishna. One said it in his way. Umar malay b'hai lishna. And the other one said it in his specific way of saying it. So there's a lot to discuss on this concept of oimid lafush and oimid and stopping and starting. Just a few shilas that come up. Shail number one is if a uh, we spoke about this outside of the shir. Someone has a has a baby on Shabbos, live in uh, New York or a place where typically people do not use the Erev. So we can do the bris, right? There's actually a Rav and Flatbush who says, if you want to make a, if, if uh, you're going to carry the shul, carry the baby to shul, you cannot use my shul on Shabbos for, uh, you can't use the hall for the bris milah. There's, there's a Rav and Flatbush that says this. So what's the shayla? No one's going to carry themselves. They're going to ask a guy. Can do a mural and going to ask a guy to bring the baby to shul on Shabbos. This is an old shayla. What's the shayla? On one hand, you have Baroi Vam Hados Melech. You have hundreds of people in shul, right? That could uh, that could be mishtatev in the mitzvah. Or you're going to have to make it in your house. It's a big tercha. Someone asked me this question years ago. I wasn't the final poisig on it, but it was a three-day yantif, and the third day was Shabbos. And, 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 and his wife said, I'm not making a Shabbos bris third day yantif in this house. It's just not happening. So the question is, can you ask a guy to bring the baby to shul on Shabbos? So what's the shayla? Carrying Dalad Amis to Rosh Hashanah or carrying from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah is an Isser Now, typically you can't ask a guy to do an Isser for you unless it's, it's a tremendous Tzarech Gado. Very difficult to say that. There are those persons that want to say the following heter. That, tell the guy to bring, it, bring the baby to shul. The guy starts off in Rosh Hashanah. Holds the baby. Okay? Walks in the street, he never has to stop. Just keep walking, walking, walking. You get to the, the hall. One second, you get to the hall, you put it down on Rosh Hashanah. What was the, what was the, guy, what was the guy doing? He was carrying from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, but no one told him to stop. Don't do a Hanukkah. Now, once the guy could walk like that, so even if the guy decides to stop on his own, that's not my problem. The same way you let it ask a guy to wash dishes for you, they could turn on the hot water themselves. That's their own decision. Not my problem. Like you just, they could scrub things, squeeze things. That's not my problem. They ask them to wash the dishes as long as they could do it. But they're a hatter. So some want to say that. Now there's a question. Stopping by a red light. Is that called oimed lafush? Or is that called oimed lekatev? Is that called stopping like derech ilucha? And just like, you know, putting your knapsack on your shoulder? And that would not be called stopping. Or perhaps that would be called... Stopping by a red light, the mission seems to be machmir. So tell the guy, but the guy, the guy can make that decision. He can walk around. He doesn't have to stop by this red light. He can jaywalk. He can make his own decisions. So that is what some want to say. Okay, now just a, just a vart. Chavetz Chaim says, you'll, you'll tell me where it is. 
I remember seeing this years ago. I tried to look it up today. Didn't have a chance. Chavetz Chaim says that we see a very interesting thing from this Gemara. He says, let's say a person learns every Shabbos. Every Shabbos afternoon, they spend a few hours learning Tyra. And during the week, they have the 9 to 5 or longer, and they work, and they can't get to the Gemara. But every Shabbos, they're learning. So he says that we see from here, from this concept of, of walking down Amos, that if a person is made lafush, if you, if you stop because you need a break, you stop learning because you need a break, so then we say, when you start, you're starting again. It's a new, it's a new, it's a new Akira, a new Hanacha. But if someone is made lakatev, you're just stopping in order to help, in order to ease the burden, in order to, just, to, to, fix, to rearrange your, your, your jacket, so that we consider one long halicha. So the person learns every Shabbos, and during the week, you're just oy lakatev. You just stop, you stop learning because you gotta, you gotta go to work. But your, your eye is on Shabbos again, Shabbos afternoon. So then we say it's one continuous learning, it's one continuous akira, and it's not considered a break. Okay, just a from the uh, from this Gemara. Shkoyach.